and welcome back to another episode of Who I Do. This is Ashley. And I'm Tania. And we are so happy to have two wonderful ladies on the show with us today. We are going to talk about engagement rings on this episode and I'm super, super excited. So let's see. Who wants to go first to introduce themselves? <laughs> All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Monica Pierrette. I'm so excited to be with you all today. Um, a little bit about me. I'm from Miami, Florida, um, though I know Florida has embarrassed us recently. So a lot of people are not claiming the state of Florida, um, especially Miami. Um, <laughs> but that's where I was born and raised. And currently I live in Carrollton, Georgia, which Carroll, Georgia did what Florida was supposed to do. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I've been here for five years and I work in higher education. And I also have a nonprofit that I've been a part of. It's a breast cancer millennial nonprofit organization based in the Atlanta area. And I'm also in a sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And I'm very involved, very active also. And I got engaged in August of 2020. Congratulations. Congratulations. So it's all fresh and new for you. So perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, all right, Andrea, you want to go next? Hi, everyone. I am Andrea Glass. I live in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I grew up in Southern California. I usually tell people San Diego, but that's just for people who don't know California. If you do know California, I grew up in the Temecula wine country area. Um, I've been in Memphis for five years, I think. I'm a personal trainer. My husband is a personal trainer. We met at the gym, of course. We now have a baby. I got engaged a while ago. I was engaged maybe two years ago, but I'm still just as obsessed with my ring as I was when I got engaged, <laughs> um, which is why I'm so excited about this episode. Um, but yeah, I am a personal trainer and a new mom, and it has been a lot of a lot of adjusting, but pretty fun. Awesome! Yay! I love the fact that you're like I'm. I've been married. I've been engaged. You know, I'm I'm past all that. Like, <laughs> but I still love my ring. Um, so even better. Let's see. So going back to Monica real quick. So how did you meet your fiance? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. Uh, me and him always talk about where should we actually start the story versus <laughs> where it actually started. The beginning of the story is we met through a mutual friend in undergraduate school. Um, he was visiting her from FSU and I went to UCF, um, University of Central Florida. And... It was her birthday. He was in town. That was a friend he grew up with. And that was my, uh, my sister. And we connected that way, but we flirted, exchanged information. I think we even became Facebook friends at that point. That's when everyone was communicating through Facebook. Um, and that was it. We just kind of went about our, our lives, flirted every once in a while, checked in every once in a while, but nothing came of that. And then fast forward, maybe five, oh, eight years later, um, that same friend was getting married and she, I was in her, um, wedding party and he was a last minute invite <laughs> and he asked if she could, if he could bring a plus one. And she said, no etiquette. 
I don't know. He didn't know better, but you know how guys are. Uh, <laughs> so, and she actually told him Monica will be there. Little did I know she said that until we got together <laughs> that she was working behind the scenes. Um, and so he, so we were both at the wedding and he walks up to me and he's like, can we take a picture together? So everyone thinks you're my date. Um, and I thought that was kind of cute, like smooth. And so I was like, and then I was like, I'm the hostess and, you know, I have to please entertain the people. So I was like, sure, I'll take a picture with you. And he proceeds to have us take, uh, I think it was like 90 pictures. (laughs) He like had poses. There was like 90 different shots. Um, and it was a beautiful venue. So the photos came out really nice and he airdropped them to me, all 90 plus pics and Apple being that how technology is reminded me three months later, randomly, it was like memories and it was our photo. And so I reached out to him and I was like, our pictures were really cute. Um, and I was like, you never made me your woman crush Wednesday, like you said, <laughs> me trying to be smooth, <laughs> what little game I have. Um, and then he was like, I thought you were in a relationship. And I told him, no, I'm not. I wasn't. And I haven't been. And that's when we connected on, he immediately FaceTimed me and we never stopped talking since then. Uh, and he was, he knew what he wanted. So, and I wasn't really trying to play games at that point in my life. And so he was, you know, within a month we were official And he also knew that, you know, marriage was the ultimate goal. So we actually, he proposed a little bit before our two-year anniversary, which today is actually our two-year anniversary. Aw, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I love it when we hear about these guys that are like not wasting time. Like, okay, this is what it is. Like, we're not just dating, just to date. So I love that. It helps when it's a little bit later in the years versus if it was undergraduate, it probably would have been games <laughs> being played. Right, right. Of and course. We're older now, so yeah. we don't have time. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. We don't have time for the games. Okay, so, all right. So Andrea, real quick, tell us how you met your husband. So we, <laughs> I love telling this story, but I hate telling this story because it's a little bit embarrassing for me because I basically like stalked my husband and in as few words as possible that's what happened so he was the manager at a gym and I showed up to that gym to sign up and he was the person that was there and I within three minutes of meeting him I texted one of my best friends who ended up being one of my bridesmaids years later I texted her and said I just met my future husband um and it's so crazy because I always come back to that text message like it comes up on my memories I'm like wow I literally within minutes of knowing him knew that I was going to marry him um and so I met him at the gym but we never talked at beyond gym stuff you know hey how's it going how are you doing good okay I got in I worked out and I left and I was like telling my friends I'm like I gotta get away I need to figure out a way to get this guy to ask me out like I need to get him to ask me out so I'm like I gotta find him on social media so that we we can talk outside of the gym and so she's like well what's his name I'm like I only know his first name I don't know anything about him I know his name I know his first name and where he works and so finally after a lot of a lot of detective work I figured out his last name and I found him on Instagram and I added him on Instagram and I kid you not, within like minutes of me following him on Instagram, he messaged me and he's like, hey, didn't I see you at the gym earlier today? (laughs) You know, and 
you know, kind of like Monica, he really wasted no time. We went back and forth on Instagram for a couple messages. He pulled the old, it's easier to text. Here's my number. What's your number? You know, and then I'd say maybe within a week or two, we went on our first actual date. And I mean, we got serious pretty fast. We met in September. We went to New York for New Year's Eve in December. Um, we, he flew to California with me in April to meet my parents. And so it was, it was very fast. It was definitely one of those when you know, you know, things. Um, and I didn't think that was real until it happened, you know? Um, so I always joke, like, you never thought that was weird that I just, that you like, you never wondered how I found you on Instagram. And he's like, well, I did think it was kind of weird, but I was into you. So I didn't care. <laughs> so, so it all worked out, you know, four or five years later now we're married with a kid and a dog. So I guess it worked out for me. It definitely worked yes. out. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Oh my gosh. Y'all have good stories. Yes. Yes. Really good stories. I love the fact that like you knew that that was your husband as soon as you met him. And sometimes it's like that, you know, it doesn't always happen like you said, but I mean, you know, you know. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't have to take a long time sometimes, you know. So exactly. I love that. All right. Well, um, we are going to get into the quick game of this or that, which is, I think, kind of part of my favorite part of this <laughs> whole interview is just, um, you know, we ask people every week, choose between this or that and tell us why. So, um, yeah, we will start out with uh, Monica and we will basically just uh, like you just tell us like which one between these options and why. So a white gold band or a rose gold band? Um, I would say white gold. I do love rose gold, though, but I think just. I'm more traditional in the sense in that case, I just like the white gold against um, the clear diamond. But I think depending on what type of diamond you have, or if it's just a band, I would pick rose gold in that case. Okay, very good. What about you, Andrea? Definitely white gold for me. I like, I like neutrals and I feel like white gold is more neutral than rose gold. Makes perfect sense. Um, and I feel like with our kind of age group, like you see a lot of the white gold. Um, I mean, rose gold, you see like every now and then. Um, but I feel like when people are looking at jewelry from kind of like this time frame years from now, it'll be mostly white gold, hints of rose gold, but mostly white gold. Like I don't think rose gold will ever surpass white gold or even like yellow gold and like really just be kind of that color for the time frame. So yeah, what about you, Tania? Well, you know, I'm gonna be a little bit different. Um, I wanna say rose gold, but not not in real life because I actually want yellow gold, um, but you didn't give us that option. So I'm gonna say rose gold for the sake of this question. Okay, very nice. And also I agree. Um, I would have probably said white gold over rose gold. Um, but I mean, I am a yellow gold girl. 
Um, so I'm glad to know that we're here on that. I, I'm surprised yeah. we never actually talked about that before. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. That's but, hilarious. you know, all, all the rings that I've been pushing, you know, yes. the mister has been, you know. <laughs> I mean, I've thrown a little bit of the white gold in there, but, you know, all of them have been, the band needs to be gold or I'm sorry, about the yellow gold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So would you like the Eternity Pave Band or just the plain metal band of any color, Monica or Andrea? You want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Definitely the Pave. I, even though I just said, oh, I love neutrals, I, I like a little extra sparkle. So the Pave for me. Good answer. All right. Agreed. It's the pave for me also. It's funny because when I first thought about what I wanted in a ring, it was just plain. I was like, I just want to focus on the center stone. But then when I actually started, when I looked at a ring in person, I was like, I love the eternity look a little bit more. Yes, definitely. All right, Tania? I'm going to go with the pave band. All right. So pretty much everyone's going with the pave Mm -hmm. band. I agree too. Um, Especially if like you do opt for like a like a solitaire ring with like no side stones or nothing else. Like I don't know. To me, there's just something about like the extra little sparkle, like Andrea was saying, that's just just sets it off a little bit more. Just love it. All right. So if you have the choice between a 1.5 carat diamond ring or the equivalent of a three carat, but it's a sa- white sapphire center stone. White sapphire, 100%. <laughs> That's, I totally want the bigger stone, even if it's not a diamond, 100%. <laughs> Completely understand and agree with you. All right. What about you, Monica? Hmm. I would go with the 1.5 um, just because I like, I think that's a good size. Um, and then I think after two, you have to worry about it getting snagged against stuff and it rips on your gloves, depending on what you're wearing. So I think I'd go with the 1.5. Okay. All right. Tania, what about you? Um, I think this is hard. I think I would go with the 1.5 as well. All right. At first I was saying, mm, maybe I'll do the, the Sapphire, but I think I'm going to go with 1.5 as well. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about you? I'm with Andrea. Uh, give me that good old three carat sapphire <laughs> 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 because most people aren't uh, geologists or gym. Uh, well, I don't know. Oh, goodness. You know what I'm saying, though? Like most people yeah. know the difference. Yeah. Um, I think for me, though, it will probably ultimately boil down to what the ring, like, the the details of the ring like the shape yeah. of the stone and you know what else is going on or is it just like I'm looking at two almost identical solitaires it's just the difference in the size and the stone um all right all right well the final round of this or that so getting a ring now but knowing that it's not the ring but just it's a ring for now, and you will get the upgraded ring that you do want in five years, or getting the ring you want now. But there might be some, you know, 
consolation to it. Like you might not get everything you wanted, but maybe three out of the five things that you really, really wanted in a ring. So upgrading or waiting or not waiting. Yeah. Settle, not settling, but you know, getting a ring now or upgrading and waiting. Okay. Um, I kind of like the idea of getting upgrades. Um, just cause I don't know, you get to kind of relive getting a new ring over and over again, or I guess, depending on how many upgrades you get, but I don't think I would mind getting not exact, not exactly my dream ring right away. If knowing, okay, we're going to get this a little bit later. We're going to get that a little bit later. One of my friends kind of did that. And she's like, oh, we upgraded my stone for our one year anniversary. Oh, we upgraded my band after this. And so I don't know. I kind of like the progression of the ring. Good answer. Um, I I agree. I would rather getting married now rather than waiting just so I could have the dream ring because life is short. Nothing's promised. And there are a lot of options out there. So I think as long as you're flexible, there are other rings you can have that look good. Um, And so I'd rather, you know, I'd say I'll just get a a band and, and no engagement ring if that's what we can afford if it means not going into debt. Makes a lot of sense. Oh, you make a good point about the debt because I'm not about the going into debt for anything. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Outside for anything. But yeah, Yeah. but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, really bad. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I don't like those student loans. Anyways, um, I think I would not mind upgrading the ring later on. You know, I don't mind us, you know, or him um, actually purchasing a ring in his budget and then, you know, later on upgrading. Although Monica makes a point. I think I'm going to be happy with whatever ring I receive. Um, the fact that we made it to this point is great, but, um, but yeah, upgrade. How about you? Yeah, I would probably go for the upgrade too. Um, one of, um, like, uh, Ed's friends, um, they've been married, uh, I'd say probably five-ish years or so. And um, she was telling me um, that every, I think like five years or so, like she gets an upgrade. And I mean, it's also based on like, they got married when they're in their twenties. So, you know, not as established in their careers and stuff like that. So the upgrade is also kind of like a representation of like their progress as not only as a couple, but you know, their financial progress has um, changed and been able to improve as well. And so I think uh, especially as we continue to have more and more of these conversations, um, we're seeing a lot of, you know, brides being more comfortable with, not necessarily getting just any O-ring, but the fact that it's more of a symbol than just like needing to have something that is super huge and super flashy and is more for other people than really for you in your relationship. So I think we're all on the same page there. Um, All right. Well, that was fun. We are now going to take a quick pause for this ad and then we'll be right back to talk about all things engagement rings. 
Hey everyone, first and foremost, we would like to say thank you for rocking out with us this year. We know that this year has been challenging for many, but we appreciate you listening and sharing this journey with us. For those of you who have not checked us out on whoido.com, what are you waiting on? Go on over there and browse the site. We have incorporated the Whoido shop where you can get t-shirts, stickers, mugs, and many other items. And by the way, we will be expanding the shop come 2021. So look out for that. If you are interested in being one of our featured guests, you can also find that information on there as well. Please continue to support our socials and you might be seeing us on the big screen one day. You know, you never know. But as always, we love y'all and we wish you much love and success. All right. And we are back. (laughs) All right, ladies, um, to kind of start this whole thing, think about like when you were growing up and the representations of like engagement rings you remember seeing on TV or like on movies or even just among like family members. Um, what, what, I guess, exactly do you remember, um, if anything? Um, I just remember from TV, always hearing this whole three months salary, it should be three months his salary, six, whatever the number is, three to six. And that being carried over until you get to a more mature age and you're actually doing research, you know more about finances, you're actually making a check and you know about taxes and you realize like, that's a lot <laughs> that you're asking someone to do. And it's not easy to put up a, put away a whole check. It's not easy to put, up, put away half a check to save for something. Um, and so just erasing that mindset and thinking like, it's don't think about that saying at all. It's more so doing research. And I think it's okay to look at sales and find the best deal, go through the, through, through the best option. Um, And so I think that's a big one. And then also TV tells us that, you know, the bride doesn't know, or she's not there. It's the friend helping picking it out. It's the guy picking it out by himself. But in reality, a lot of couples do talk about it. You know, if you're, if it's a relationship that y'all have been together for a while, y'all talk about everything. Why wouldn't you talk about your, what do you like? Um, And some couples do go to the store together. uh, And I think those things are important. So you're not disappointed. He's not making poor choices. He's not um, spending too much. I think those are two main things that I can think about from growing up. Definitely. Yeah, definitely the three months salary was a thing that I heard a lot. Um, My mom just has a band. And so I never even really saw, I mean, maybe on my, my friends, moms, but in my household, I just saw a band. So I never was really hyped about having this big fancy ring. I was just like, Oh, you just, I mean, a ring is just a ring. Um, and then of course I got older and I fell into all of the wedding. Oh, I want this. I want that. Um, and so of course I wanted a big stone, but even my ring is just very plain. It's just a stone and the pave on the side. And so, um, but yeah, we definitely, there was no surprise. We went to the store. We tried on rings. I said, these are the three that I like. You can surprise me with one of these three. 
Um, and that was pretty much it. And so I agree. It was kind of different than what I expected, like for it to be a complete surprise and for it to be three months salary. It definitely was not three months salary and it definitely was not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I remember kind of going through that as well. And like, I remember, I don't know why, but I just remember from TV, like one carrot was such a big thing back in the nineties. Like I, I remember, you know, it was always like the one carrot ring, one carrot ring. And then when I actually saw one carrot, I was like, Oh, that's smaller than I thought. Like I compared to, other people I knew that were engaged in like other pictures that I'd seen. I mean, I know that of course, like the carrot is, it can be bigger on a smaller hand and, you know, smaller on a bigger hand, the whole shebang. But um, I just remember that like a lot um, growing up. And then I had to think about it too. And I was like, Oh, I think honestly, all the one carrot references well, one, I think the size of or the kind of uh, what size ring or center stone was acceptable back in the 90s is not necessarily that same standard for like today or what you generally see like women have uh, or wear. Um, but then also um, that there's sometimes somewhat of a difference between maybe like our white counterparts versus um what we would wear or what we deem is acceptable um and i think that's also kind of because of like maybe the age in which um people get engaged so like if you're getting engaged when you're 22 no one is expecting you to have like a, a two carat three carat ring because you're 22 years old like how much money do you really have um, I mean, unless it's passed down, you know, but well, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, but how many did you see passed down? That was like, you know, like mm -hmm. usually the heirloom and stuff is still very like no one is really like you're not seeing often like. Yeah, you're not seeing it often. Yeah. Three carat, whatever being passed down. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, times have changed. Anyway, moving they on. Have. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what kind of ring did you want when you first started dating and what about it didn't you want? I have always wanted the same thing. I did not want rose gold. I knew that. Um, I didn't want yellow gold either, but that changed when we started shopping for rings. When I got yellow gold on my finger, I was like, oh, I actually kind of like this. Um, but really my tastes kind of stayed the same the whole time. I don't really wear a lot of jewelry. And so I wanted something simple, always in college, dreaming about my future wedding. <laughs> um, I loved all of those big, extravagant, like vintage style rings, but I never actually really wanted a ring like that. I've always wanted the same thing. The only thing that really changed was that I liked yellow gold more than I expected to like it once I started putting rings on my fingers. But other than that, I was pretty straightforward um, with my taste. I can definitely relate to that as well. Um, I think when I was younger, I was saying like, I want a white gold ring, you know, like I want the big blinky ring. And now I'm like, I love the way that the yellow gold looks on my skin tone, you know, so I completely understand. 
Monica, how about you? Uh, when I first started dating my fiance, I pretty sure I wanted a pair simple band. Um, he says that I did not tell him that and that I switched the style I wanted in the middle of him planning and not realizing, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what I've wanted. Um, but over time, I think, and I started to look, do some more research, there were other things that I added. I was like, oh, I really still like oval. I like radiant. Um, and so I was like, I'm fine with these options. If depending on price and the deal you get, I knew I did not want a cluster ring just because I feel, I feel like I, it makes sense why guys pick those because I feel like it, it leans to their style, but I knew I just wanted to kind of focus. I just wanted simplicity and the focus to be on the center stone. And that for me was more important, more my style. And that makes sense. I think I'm learning a little bit more about the, like the shapes and the sizes of rings. Um, Ashley has taught me a lot, you know, especially going through her process. So I can understand why he was like, yeah, you never told me that because I like, I know just because I'm hinting at my boyfriend right now, you know, of the kind of ring that I want. Um, like I would tell him one thing and then I'd be like, well, but I like this as well. So basically right now he's like, you don't know what you want. And this is true. And this is true. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he said confused him because I would send him random stuff on Instagram. Mm -hmm. and he'd be like, well, I'm looking at that and that doesn't match with what you are saying. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's, and that's pretty much the stage at where we are right now. So, <laughs> so you did tell him, you know, but he was just a little confused. Yeah. <laughs> simple, simple. Yes. <laughs> so when you first started researching engagement rings, um, what were you surprised to find out? How much they cost? <laughs> I was not ready for that at all. Um, Cause I never looked at the prices. I just looked at pictures online. So honestly, that was the first thing that surprised me. And then the next thing that surprised me was just how much there was to know about them. I mean, there's so many options. There's like just on the center stone alone, there's color size, you know, shape, brilliance, clarity, color. Like there's all those things. So that took me by surprise. And then, like I said, just the cost, I was just like, wow, this is insane. And I kind of just thought about all the people that I see every day with rings. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these people just have so much money on their hands. And I never knew that um, because again, I never wore jewelry before. So that was something that was very surprising to me. Completely agree there. Yes. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Uh, Cost for sure, um, but I would add to it the complexities with carrot. So carrot, I learned like carrot is the weight of the stone. And depending on how like the carrot is, how the diamond is cut, it could be two carrots plus, but because of how it's cut, the shape, it may not look that way. Uh, so a lot of times we think like the carrot is like the width, but that's a completely different measurement of the stone. Um, and that there's so many, uh, the four C's, learning about the four C's and how, you know, you can kind of skimp on this area, but don't skimp on cut at all. But the color may not matter as much when you go up and down a few letters. So I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, ooh, those four C's. 
they're a little overwhelming. And I mean, so similar to what you're saying. So like knowing that, okay, someone could say that, oh, this is a, like a 1.75 carat ring, but it's the entire ring. So if the whole, like, if there's, you know, Pave band or whatever, that's like, say, 0.4 carats just there, but the center stone is like more 0.3, like, but when someone's just mentioning it, if they do, um, they're saying, you know, have like a 1.7 or 1.75 carats. And it's like, oh, okay. Or the fact that like, um, yeah, what you were saying, like, depending on kind of like the cut of the ring and like the color or like the clarity of the ring, like, you know, like, is it going to look cloudy with a chance of meatballs or is it going to be like very, very clear? And like, um, you know, so there are all these things to kind of consider. And when you think of vintage rings, so I was like, Andrea, um, I, I like vintage rings and like, I think it was like Edwardian style and there was like art deco and there was like a certain time frame I really liked. Um, I didn't end up with that when I realized and saw it in person. But anyway, so online, I like these rings a lot. And um, looking at like the older like diamonds and stuff like that, because they've either been around for a while or like the access to good diamonds has obviously changed and improved over the years and the decades that some of those like very, very vintage rings, the color is like M. <laughs> like it's all the way back there because that wasn't a thing. Or um, maybe it was a yellow diamond or something like that because, you know, just where people like find the, the resources for the stones and stuff like that have evolved and changed and improved over the years. So yes, yes, yes. But first and foremost, rings are expensive AF. All right. So <laughs> what conversations were you having with your boo when you started like discussing the ring that you wanted? Well, like I shared earlier, I had sent him some pictures on Instagram. Um, and that was more so me saying like, let me send pictures now when I see something I like. So that way he can save it and doesn't have to ask me when it's actually time. And, and I wanted to be surprised. And I feel like just in general in life that my surprises always kind of get ruined because someone drops a hint or accidentally find something or I'm like snooping, not looking for that, but I find something else. So it's like, let me just send him stuff on Instagram and tell him, oh, I like this. I like that. Um, and so that's initially how I started having conversations. And of course, he didn't remember any of that. He didn't save any of those. And during the pandemic, I remember us, we were together and I was like, have you, do you understand how rings work? Have you done any research? Like knowing him, I know that a lot of times I have to kind of point him in the right direction and then he dives in. And so I was like, let me give you a quick lesson. Here are the four C's. Here's a YouTube video because you love watching YouTube videos late at night. <laughs> so I just kind of gave him a summary and was like, here's what this means. And here are online websites that like Blue Nile, James Allen, where it's a little bit cheaper because they're not going, you're not going through a brick and mortar. Um, and so I want to give him those tips because I didn't want him to walk into K Jewelers or something like that and overspend because he didn't know better. <laughs> um, so saying like spark notes without saying like, this is what I wanted. Cause I wanted him to still pick 
Um, and I just gave them hints of like, these are the shapes So like, here's, uh, like I said, here's where you can shop. Here's, um, what's not as important, like color is a little important, but not as important as these things. Um, uh, so that's about as far as we went. We, I'm trying to think, I don't even remember when the conversation happened. I just know we were on vacation. I don't know when the first conversation happened, but I know we were on vacation once and he just asked me, Hey, do you want to go try on rings? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we just went to whatever store. I think we were at a K jewelers or something like that. Like we were just at whatever store we could find just to try stuff on and see what it looked like. And you know, see what I liked and see what he liked. And so I'd say we went to a few stores and tried on a few different things. And then after that, I kind of just told him like, okay, you can like, these are the things that I don't want you to stray from, but out of this pile of things, you can pick whatever you want. And so I liked oval and I liked emerald and I said, you pick the one that you want out of oval and emerald. I like white gold and yellow gold. You pick what you want out of that. Um, I like halo and I like solitaire. You can pick whichever one you want. And so I told him like, these are kind of the things. And out of that, you can build the ring that you want to buy me. Um, and so he ended up, I was surprised because I, I thought he was going to get me a yellow gold ring and he got me a white gold ring. But um the only thing that I told him, like, this is a non-negotiable is like, do not take out a loan for this. Like whatever you buy, like it needs to be paid for when, when you receive it, it needs to be paid for. Um, because like we talked about before, like I'm not about debt and I'm like a crazy person about it. I like listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey and, but we have budget meetings and things like that, that he doesn't like to do with me. But that was something that was really important to me was like, there is not going to be any low monthly payments of $109 on this ring. Like it needs to be paid for other than that, do what you want out of these things. And so it was fun because we did get to see them on the, on my finger. And so I knew it was coming, but I mean, we didn't get engaged until almost a year after I tried on rings. So it's not like I knew it was coming by any means, but I knew it was coming, but definitely not like, Oh, he's going to propose to me tomorrow. You know, Andrea, you kind of answered this already, but did you try on any rings beforehand? But basically you said, yes, you all went um, a year prior to um, him choosing the ring. Um, so yeah, so you already answered that question. And I think Monica, you kind of sort of touched on that as well. I think we didn't try on any rings together. Okay. There was only one time I actually went in a store and tried on rings and okay. Um, I was with one of my uh, girlfriends and she was like, Ooh, I think it was a Tiffany's or a K's. And she was mm -hmm. like, let's go in there. <laughs> um, we were going in Target, but it was next to Target. And I was like, let's go to Target. And then when we leave, we can go there. Um, and that's when I tried on some rings, which I'm glad I did because there were some rings I tried on. I was like, okay, I thought I would like this a little bit more and I don't. And I realized that, Ooh, I really do love pear. That's true to me. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think we've all done that. I definitely went into, I think it was Kay's jeweler just to make sure that, um, that I had my right sizing down, you know, cause you gotta drop the number. So, you know, so he knows, so he's not getting you a larger band or right. a larger. Yeah. And then and you can't even like really wear it or show it off because it has to get size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Like I heard that's like bad luck, but I don't really believe in, you know, and luck and all that stuff. But but yeah, but that's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um I um know someone that got engaged and then um but he didn't have her ring size. So I don't even know how that whole process went down, but yeah, she had to get it um size. So it's like she got engaged, she announced it, but didn't show off the ring until like several weeks later because it had to get sized and um but yeah so anyway all right so when you went through the process and I, monica you basically just said that like you know pair was it for you but like as you were going through this and andrew you did too honestly but what else did you kind of like determine that this is what i want in a ring like outside of kind of what you've already stated, if there is anything else. I knew that, or I was pretty certain that I didn't want a diamond. Um, and I don't know, so there, there was a combination of reasons why I, one random day was like watching the movie Blood Diamond. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Um, but I was like a decade late on that movie and I was watching it and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I don't want a diamond. And I went on this crusade of not wanting a diamond. And so that's actually how I discovered Moissanite. But then when I saw how much less expensive Moissanite was, I, I was like, oh, this, like, this is the stone that I want. Um, also because Moissanite is more brilliant and so it's like has more sparkle than a diamond and so it's funny because i read that you know as information about it but i get compliments on how sparkly my ring is all the time and i'm like oh it really is more sparkly than a diamond um but that was the only thing that i kind of stumbled upon during the ring search was like you know what this is the stone that I want. And that kind of was within the conversation of don't go into debt. I'm not going to be hurt if you don't get a diamond. In fact, here's this website. <laughs> like <laughs> that if you want to get it from there. Um, and so I wasn't sure if he was going to get me a diamond or not, but I told, I basically told him if you get me a diamond, that's fine. Don't just don't go into debt. But if you are between, you know, kind of the con the question you asked us earlier, would you rather have one and a half diamond or like a three carat equivalent of white sapphire? I told him like, if you're in between, like I'd rather have a bigger moissanite than a smaller diamond. Um, and so he went with the moissanite, which I have zero complaints about. Um, Cause it's like a two and a quarter equivalent, mm -hmm. um, which is like, I don't know. I looked at the diamond prices and it's like, the down payment for a home and I would have been very upset if he spent that much on a ring, especially because I'm a trainer. So I, and I wear my ring at the gym. Um, and so I also was like, you know, there's a chance this ring is going to get damaged in my life. So I don't, I don't want it to be a huge liability. Um, so there was that. And so he did, he did what I was hoping he would do, but I didn't make him. I just said, these are your choices, of course. And he chose what I thought he should choose. That makes sense. I didn't even think about the aspect of like wearing your ring. Yeah. And like, yeah. You have I know a lot of people wear the, um, 
it's a band the silicon band yeah 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 and i did that for a while like when we first got engaged and i was treating my ring like a baby but i just like my ring and so i wear my ring and so the bottom of it like underside is totally roughed up because i lift weights with it but i just figured and i also lose things a lot and so i just figured like if i lose this or if I damage it, or if I bust something out, like I am going to feel significantly less sick over that if it is a less expensive ring. Um, so, I mean, it's the same thing with sunglasses for me. Like I get cheap sunglasses because I lose and break my sunglasses. And so <laughs> for me, it was kind of the same with the ring. It was like, you know what, if we can replace a ring, if anything happens to it, but I don't want to replace a $40,000 ring. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, Monica. Um, I think for me, just discovering more so that it wasn't important for me for him to go into a store. Didn't need to go the traditional route. Um, You don't have to see it in person. There's so many options out there where you can look online or they give you 90 days to return. Like a lot of them show like a 90 day return guarantee. Um, They give you like the 360 views. Uh, So just being intentional about, okay, there are other options out there than going to like a traditional store. Um, And, you know, me and my fiance, we try to, you know, support like so many of us, we try to support like businesses and things like that. So just looking at all the options. And I know he was like, I want to use a black jeweler. When he told me that I was like, good luck. I'm not sure there is a lot out there. <laughs> um, but I know like that was one thing that was important to him. And y'all were able to find a black jeweler. Like that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, yes, he found a black jeweler who his focus isn't selling diamond rings. His focus is jewelry in general. So he had the network to design like he designed jewelry so he designed it and was able to like gather rings like actual diamonds and have him pick from the diamond and then have the and then design the band and get it made very nice it wasn't a shop it was more so a jeweler who does all types of jewelry i like that it makes it more custom and like Mm -hmm. unique instead of you know going to like one of the box stores and yeah yeah because all the rings that they have, in my opinion, pretty much look the same. Like you go to Jarrett, you go to Kay's and I, I did a similar thing of like wanting to know what size ring. Um, so I remember like after getting my eyebrows done, <laughs> I like popped into K Jeweler because it was like a few stores down and I was just trying on rings and just looking and I was just like, I just want to know like what does this size look like? What does this, you know, like shape look like and all of that. And then just kind of like the selection of the rings provided, I was just like, this is probably nice for somebody, just not for me. Like this is, um, I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, that's a good point. They sell, you can see it in the store and find it online. Order has many versions of you as you want, which, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of them look the same anyways, if you go to different shops. Um, but I think another thing, if it's if you're like, I want to use a black jeweler, but I want to make sure that it's um, legitimate, certified, or even um, like Andrea was saying, you know, there's 
ethical or conflict-free diamonds because of the movement after blood diamonds, you can still ask for the certification. So that was my thing. I was worried. And he was like, no, I got the certifications. Like I have all the certs for it to make sure this is legitimate. Very nice. So we want to know, how does your ring look like? Can you describe your ring for us? Yes. So my ring is a pear with a twisted band. It's like one and a half carat and the side stones on the band are only on one of the twists, but not, and not both. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to add one more thing. Okay. I forgot like the key, the jeweler has like a signature look. So instead of a round ring um, where you kind of insert your finger, it's, it's square shape at the bottom. And it's supposed to be more comfortable for your finger. Oh, nice. And think That's about cool. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine is an oval. Um, like I said before, two and a quarter equivalent, we'll say. And it has the pave stones, like side stones, and it's white gold and very sparkly and round, not square. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I kind of want to see that square one. Maybe I want to upgrade my ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really sound well, beautiful. So it's not the diamond that's square. It's the sh- this shape where it's more like instead of like gotcha okay like it would be more comfortable yeah and it also looks like it probably doesn't spin as much like my ring spins even though it's it's fitted to my finger i can't even get it off but it spins still so that looks kind of cool that i feel like it Mm -hmm. stays where it's supposed to go exactly i love it i love i love looking at rings (laughs) (laughs) so if you all know, which I'm pretty sure you all do know, where did he get your ring? I know, Monica, you touched on it. Um, yes. Um, his company name is Alden Design. He's based in Boston. Um, I was trying to remember his name, and I'll have to text my fiance to ask. Um, but I would have to pull his contact because, like I said, it's something that he does on the side, and it's not his main gig. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, just so y'all know, he went the exclusive route. So (laughs) very exclusive. Okay. How about you? And then mine is from uh, moissanite.co.com. Okay. Okay. Website. And it's all the entire website is all moissanite rings and jewelry. Oh, I need to go in there and, and take a look. Um, my boyfriend probably will probably be getting more pictures this evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, all right. So, and I'm assuming the answer is yes, but did your man stay in budget when it came to the ring? When I asked him if he stayed in budget, he said, yes. Um, now he did tell me how much he spent. And I was like, that's more than I would have expected you to spend or asked you to spend. Cause at the end of the day, you're two people are getting married. So whatever your fiance spends, that's technically your money too. <laughs> Cause that if you're doing a joint account, that's coming out of potential wedding money or, you know, joint 
account money, though some people do the completely separate route. But he was like, I was saving my budget. That's the budget I set. Um, so, yes. Nice. Um, I don't know what his budget was. I And I don't know how much he spent. But I do know that he didn't go into debt for it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I know. Um, and I, I actually it took everything I had not to go on that website and look this ring up um, <laughs> and like price it out and put it in a cart. But um, I think, I mean, I know he didn't spend, a, you know, three months worth of salary on it. Um, but, and I know he didn't go in debt. So that's good. That's all I know. And that's all you care about too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So I know we kind of sort of, or I think I probably brought this up a little bit earlier, but do you plan on keeping your ring or passing it down as an heirloom? I'm keeping my ring um, and my fiance would be pissed if I didn't keep my ring now. I think passing it on to, you know, a child in the future is not completely out of the question. Now, when I'm passing, I'll leave it to to them, but I want to keep my ring. (laughs) Um, because of all the time, love, effort that came into picking it out. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would, I mean, I have no intention of passing my ring down. Um, Maybe if my daughter ends up being the only girl. Um, But even then, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen too many movies where they pass down the ring and they hate it and they're like completely change it. And I'm like, well, I love this ring. And it's mine. So I would rather, you know, my, my kids be able to kind of like have the same experience I did, like being able to do kind of like what you said, you know, all this time and effort into picking out this ring. I, I'm sure it's meaningful to the people who do pass down their rings, but I also feel like the experience as a couple is something that I, I would want for my kids and their future spouses. That makes sense. You know, after reading this, I was like, I don't even know what I would want to do. Definitely, you know, after I passed away, you know, I would definitely pass this on. But um, hopefully I love my ring and, you know, I'm just leave it on my future daughters or or even son to handle that, you know, or my future daughter's husband to handle all that, you know. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and I I feel the same way you ladies do. I absolutely love my ring. Um, to the point that I know folks like more than one person that has lost the their engagement ring um since they've been married. And so they had to get like another ring, but because that band or that style no longer like the jeweler that created it no longer makes that style anymore. They had to go with something else. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, no, I'm going to do everything I can to like, make sure I don't lose this because I really did not like too many other styles that I saw like completely. Um, And I remember like, because it was a seven months from seeing the ring to me getting the ring I don't want to go through that process again. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if I could pass down a ring unless there was a way to kind of like duplicate it <laughs> first. Like I still, <laughs> this, but you can have it too. I don't, I don't know how that works. 
Okay. Okay. Um, we are almost done ladies. So would you have offered to pay for your ring even partially if it meant getting the ring you wanted? Yes, I would have totally. Um, especially because how Monica was saying, you know, once you're married, your money is together. And so I think the engagement ring is part of that, even though you're not married yet technically, but I feel like if, if I was dead set on whatever ring style size brand, if I was dead set on it and I knew that it was outside of my fiance's individual income within whatever time frame, I, I would be okay being like, okay, well, here's our, here's our engagement ring money. <laughs> let's make us, let's make a set aside account for that. And, you know, maybe we both contribute to it and that's, that's our budget for the ring or something like that. I don't know. Um, it didn't come up, but I mean, that's how we paid for the wedding. So I would, I would be okay with that. Totally. I think thinking of it circumstances as it is, I would say, no, <laughs> only because I think it's, it's an investment. It's the, you know, the guy investing saying like, I'm putting in this investment to show like, this is for the long haul. And then when I think about my fiance, it's to him, like that to him was like a perfect, because of how serious he is about money and, and being financially um, savvy, it's, you know, it's, that was a big deal for him. Um, And I know that there are options out there where you can stay in your budget. So I think if I was 21, 22, then yes, for sure. But circumstances as it is, like, I know that there's options out there that he can afford. And this shows me that you're serious and invested. um, And we weren't, it wasn't necessarily a case where we were together for five years, 10 years. And I knew that, this is the only way. If it was like, I'm struggling uh, because this occurred, I have bills and debt and, and, and uh, hosp- or hospital bills and things that weren't because of poor planning, then I think for sure, yes. But if I look at the circumstances, how it is, he's got it. <laughs> I love both of your responses to that because they're both extremely valid. Like you could think of the engagement ring similar to like planning the wedding together um so you have that on one hand but then you do have like hey this is an investment this is a commitment that you're making and a symbol of that so there has to be some sort of like symbol there there has to be some show of that um so i don't know it's such a such a thing because it like also you can a hard question. It was tough, tough one. Yeah. <laughs> well, like- and I also think about like, we were also already living together. So even though we didn't share a bank account, we did, you know, we split things like roommates said, okay, rent's due. I need you to Venmo me your rent money and then, you know, all of that stuff. And so I think, had that been the situation, I think that's also another reason why I probably would have been okay with it. Um, but I also totally see on the other hand where it's like, okay, well, I need you at least for this instance to like, this is something that is your responsibility. Um, and so 
I need you to show me that you can handle that responsibility. Um, so I, I can definitely see both ways. And, but like I said, for our situation, I would have been, and now it would have been there. I wasn't about to buy my own, the whole thing, but I definitely could, I could have been troubled to like contribute to a bank account that that ring was bought out of. That makes sense. And yeah. I also started to think about like, I think it also is more about kind of like where you are in the relationship and kind of like where each of you have kind of come from. So yeah, financially, you know, like if it's, you know, life is too short. And so let's just go ahead. I want to give you, you know, this amazing thing, but honestly, I don't have it all in me. Then I think that could be a conversation you can have if both of you are mentally cool with that. But I think too, like, not if he's just like some bum and just is trying to like propose as a band-aid or something. And then it's like, and you want me to also like pay for part of this? Like, <laughs> like, <Yeah. F> you. <laughs> like, this is not <laughs> what we're doing here. So I think it really just depends on kind of the relationship overall and knowing each other and mm -hmm. respecting that. And I, I think that's one thing I've seen a lot, especially in like friends and people I know, just kind of like growing up, your expectation of kind of like what you wanted um, maybe as you were dating or like earlier on, or even before you might've necessarily met him versus knowing this man, loving this man and knowing what he can actually do and provide, um, being completely happy and satisfied with what he gives you. Not saying that he's just giving you whatever, but sometimes there is a compromise involved. And sometimes it's like, okay, maybe you didn't get the like, two, two and a half carat ring out the jump. Maybe it's a one carat ring. Maybe it's 1.25, but do you love him? So like, you're going to wear it. You're going to love it. You're going to show it off because he gave it to you. You know, like it's a symbol of the greater thing that's occurring, which is a union. So, oh yes. Anyway. And I think if you do, like if you two actually have that conversation, that's just like even better that you two can actually have a conversation about that. That means that communication is there that's in true. my opinion. Yeah. So. That's true because he could be going the route of like, okay, let me ask a family member to pay for this or let me put it on a card or, you know, go another route that. Let me take out a title loan. <laughs> <laughs> which will incur debt. Loan. Yeah, well, yeah, which will incur debt. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you don't have to. You don't mm -mm. have to do that. There, no. there are ways. There are so many ways. Okay. Um. So if he proposed to you with a ring other than the one that you are currently wearing, and it's like a whole different style that's not even your own personal style, would you have said yes? I definitely would have said yes, but. I probably at some point would have been like, all right, let's revisit this ring. <laughs> I wouldn't, I for sure would not say no, like they do on TV um, over a ring that I didn't love, but I don't know. I guess it depends on how off the wall it is. It, um, 
if it, if I hated it, then I would say, all right, let's revisit this. If I just didn't love it, I think I probably would learn to love it because he gave it to me. Um, it probably would depend on the situation, but I would definitely say yes. Um, I wouldn't say no over a ring. Yeah, I wouldn't say no and hurt this man's ego and he might never recover. <laughs> um, I would, similar, I'm going to uh, have a conversation like, hey, does this come with a 90 day? So what's the warranty? Who did you get this from? <laughs> Let's have a conversation. Uh, or like, who helped you pick this out? It's a little bit different than what I expected. Like at that point, hopefully you got the hand like, and I think most guys too are going to ask, like, are they going to say, do you love your ring? Right. You might say, I do love it, but it's different. And then hopefully that's enough seeds dropped that he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough seeds. Dropped. Cause I'm thinking if it's completely not my style and like, this is what the question said. And so I think I probably wouldn't post it. I'm, like, I'm engaged like this and keep it moving. <laughs> Not the hand is like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm engaged. You see, I'm wearing a ring, but I ain't gonna show it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Or you just do a boomerang where it's like super fast and they can't see. Right. Right. But I'm still playing uh, because it's about love and it's about how you've been treated all, the whole time before. Yeah. The right. ring can be changed. <laughs> You had me at, is this, like, is there a 30-day, <laughs> is there a 30-day, uh, uh, what you call it? Um, warranty. Call it? Yeah, warranty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, in that case, though, he didn't buy it, like, months before, so you're out of that window, and then he proposes, and then it's like, oh, baby, I don't, I don't even, <laughs> what I'd wear. How did you think that? <laughs> I actually did try to trade mine in, um, not because I didn't love it. I do love it. Um, but I, he wanted yellow gold. He liked yellow gold. And I think he thought I didn't like yellow gold. So I told you guys I was expecting yellow gold because I knew that he liked it. And so he got me white gold. And I was like, I thought you were going to get me yellow gold. And he's like, well, I thought you didn't like it. And so I did think about like trying to get yellow gold instead because I was like, no, I like them equally, but if you like yellow gold better, I would rather have yellow gold. Um, but at that point I had already worn it, um, to the gym. And so the back of it right here was scuffed. And once, once it's scuffed like that, they don't take it back. Um, but it wasn't cause I didn't like it. It was just because I, I liked them equally and I wanted to get the one that he liked more um but it was too late <laughs> that's sweet yeah. yeah that is sweet okay so what do you wish other couples knew about engagement rings i would say that there's options and i i mean i know that people know that there's options but i feel like it's kind of been a theme of our conversation tonight about money and going into debt i just hope that people know that there's always a financially responsible way to get the ring that you want. Um, and so sometimes that means waiting. 
Um, but a lot of times you don't even necessarily need to wait. You just need to shop around or you need to be a little bit flexible with materials or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but there's definitely always an option to be financially responsible and still be happy with the ring that ends up on your finger. I 100% agree. Um, make sure your partner knows that, um, however you feel about it, hey, I don't want you to go into debt. I don't want you to put this on a credit card. I think, you know, a few of y'all said that. I think make sure they understand that and that they don't have this, um, you know, like our guys have told us like, oh, I was confused. I thought it was that you wanted this. I thought you wanted that. And then you realize like, no, I would have never wanted you to do this if that was the case. So have the conversation. That would be my point is have a conversation about what you like. Go in the store together. Um, like you, you, no one wants their surprise ruined, but it's possible to have those conversations without your surprise being ruined. And if you think like my sister and my best friend have me covered, so I don't ever have to have the conversation don't don't think that <laughs> have the conversation give them some spark notes write it out um to talk about costs to talk about um you know what areas you're willing to budge and a lot of times um the guys think we know what we want and we may not so that's why it's good to do your own research and I felt like I learned so much about rings and I was like, I know all this information and I'm not even the person who gets to pick out the ring. So it's wasted information that I know. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I'm going to tell him what I know and hope that it helps him in his decision-making. But um, another point I would say is, you know, a lot of times the cost is not because of the value. It's because of popularity. It's because of culture and that these things cost what they cost. So yellow diamond, it's considered lower grade or in cheaper, but it's really not. <laughs> it's found in earth, just like all, just like white diamond, but because culture and media made it popular, it seemed like it's lower and um, you know, there's options out there. So look at it because you may realize like these things look the same to me, or I like, my my diamond or whatever gem you pick to look this way and that's okay perfect advice um i realized that kind of in your responses you kind of like answered what would have been the final question which is also like what advice would you give to the ladies but that what you basically said was like to me so valuable um because if you're listening and you are kind of approaching that stage or in that stage, um, you have to realize there's so much more beyond the Instagram and the Pinterest photos that you see. Um, and it's more about the relationship and the evolution of that relationship um, with your partner. And so um, perfect. I, I, I thank you both. Honestly, that was, that was everything I will. I guess now, yeah, we'll go into unsolicited <laughs> advice. <laughs> the answers are perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to go into unsolicited advice, which is um, something I do every week where I give advice to brides, sometimes grooms, sometimes vendors um, that she didn't ask for because when you get engaged, sometimes she get advice she didn't ask for. So um, on theme with engagement rings and whatnot, um, ladies, do not forget 
in men uh, to clean your ring frequently. Um, coronaviruses can live up to nine days on metals. So FYI, <laughs> Tania, take us to vendor shop. <laughs> really? <laughs> People forget sometimes to clean their rings. So, hey, go to the vendor. Shout out, Tania. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the wedding vendor love. And so, Monica, I'm going to have you go first. Who would you like to shout out this week? So I want to go back to the jeweler and I want to say his name because I do want to support our Black businesses, entrepreneurs, and his name is Roy Thompson. He is based in Boston, um, so I would recommend him. And I currently am working with The Perfect Touch for my wedding planning. Her name is Donisha. She's based in Orlando and she has a great personality, great review. She goes above and beyond. So I would recommend her also. Perfect. How about you? I want to shout out my glam squad. They were everything. And of course, while we're on black businesses, it was my, my photographer, my hair and my makeup. They're a, a, Trio, they own a place called Greenhouse Beauty Lounge in Memphis. Um, Kimberly Yasmin is the makeup and she, like, it's the most stunning I've ever looked and felt in my entire life. Um, Camille Lee Photo is the photographer and she did our engagement. She did a boudoir for me. She did our wedding photos. And I mean, she had a slideshow of our first like 20 pictures at our reception. Like she surprised me and was like, Hey, come over here. I want to show you. And she had like photos edited and flipped and ready for us at the reception. Um, and it's, yeah, it was amazing. It was the best part of my wedding was being able to see those photos right away. Um, and then D Rochelle was my hair and they're, they're just like the dream team. We use them. Like I said, I use them for engagement, Mm -hmm. for wedding, for my maternity pictures. Like they're just, they're everything. I love them. Actually, Dee did my hair today. She is also my normal hairstylist. Oh, wow. I like how everything can just come full circle. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's so it's so crazy. The first time I went to get my hair done after I had my baby, I brought my baby with me. And I was like, this is just so crazy because you guys have been with me since the engagement. Um, and so, yeah, they yeah. Were the engagement, wedding, now, then maternity, and now baby. So they're, they're my favorite. Wow. Okay. And your hair does look good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it does. does. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, how about you? All right. So I'm actually going to shout out someone that's been on our show before. um, And one of our good frienders. um, Because I just love her. And so I'm going to shout out Ashley Nicole Photos. Um... Ashley Nicole Photography based in um, Atlanta. And she is just so like, we are Falcons folks. Like we on Sundays, (laughs) like we're commenting back and forth on Instagram. And she is just like, she is a lovely person. Like her personality is amazing. You can tell how much she loves her couples and how much she pours into her couples and you can, you, those are the type of vendors you want and need around you. So 
I'm just completely here for Ashley Nicole. Um, uh, Ashley Strickland is her name, but um, if you're in the Southeast, I'm not, or not even Southeast, she travels. Um, but if you're looking for a wedding photographer, I highly suggest Ashley Nicole photography. So that is my vendor. What about you, Tania? So this week I have um, a mobile bartending company. Um, it's black owned. The owner, her name is Brittany and the company is called Milk and Honey Bartending. She makes craft cocktails Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, like I said, she's mobile. And so she will show up anywhere and everywhere. She services all of Georgia. Um, and so if you are looking for a bartender or a company that can service, um, or be a vendor for your wedding or for your event, definitely look her up. Um, again, that's, um, her name is Brittany and that is milk and milk and honey bartending. And that's that. Good stuff. I love how you've been doing a lot of these like beverage and like spirit based. Yeah. You don't drink. I know. I, <laughs> I know. I know. But I wanted to just like switch things up a little bit, you know, because we've been shouting out a lot of planners and um, and then also photographers. And so um, I wanted to make sure I find all of like the beverage companies and, you yeah. know, all those vendors and give them a shout out. Cause I don't think we've had um, a beverage company or vendor on our show yet. So yeah. we'll see. We'll make that happen too. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me shout out myself. <laughs> I'm not really a wedding vendor, but let me tell you, I am a crafter. Um, oh, okay. so, uh, and I actually started this Etsy is that's the adventure during my wedding planning because I was just not about spending all that money. Mm -hmm. um, and so all the customs, champagne flutes with, you know, bridesmaid and the matching bridesmaid outfits and the, you know, the koozies and all the custom wedding and honeymoon, you know, me and my husband were matching on our honeymoon, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, I do that. And you can just find me on Instagram. Memphis Dre. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well, and definitely. The, low, the real low, not the, <laughs> not the wedding price gouging low. The real the low. Instagram? Okay. Memphis Dre. M E M like Memphis. Uh -huh. Memphis F I T Dre D R E. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, All the customs. <laughs> Yes. I'm going to have to hit you up for some stuff. I love exactly. That. Love that. Well, ladies, um, where can people find you, follow you, know more? I mean, well, we know where we can find you and get all our custom <laughs> stuff. But um, is there anything else or Monica, where can people find you and follow? Yes, you can find me on Instagram. My page is public. It's M-A-N-I dot P-I, Manny P. Um, and that's probably the best method because I don't uh, add everyone on Facebook. <laughs> but love to see some more followers on there, especially as I post pictures from my engagement to marriage journey. Um, and I also want to shout out my nonprofit. So if you want to check us out, our Instagram is painted pink, the number four B.C., so Painted Pink, the number four BC on Instagram or on Facebook also. Um, and so I'd love to see you all on there. Nice. 
Yes, very nice. Um, Tania. Yes. You already know what I'm asking. So <laughs> just get to it. <laughs> All right. So you can find us on QID.com. You can also find us on uh, QIDWED on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, you can find Ashley at Dimi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Bell Sorry on Instagram and Twitter. And I think that's it. Hopefully I got everything correct. Yes, you did. And if you're on iTunes, please give us some reviews. Yes, yes. We need the reviews, y'all. We need the reviews. Yes. Um, and let them be five star. I mean, they could be whatever star you want, but <laughs> we stars. see the numbers. We do see the numbers and our numbers are increasing, but we just need y'all to like, yes. comment, subscribe, like review. Yeah, do all that. Share it with your friends that are engaged yes. or even those that have gotten married or those that aren't even engaged. There's a lot of info to be shared and spread around and all that good stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. ladies, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us about engagement yes. rings. If you want to come back and talk about anything else wedding related, please do. We um, enjoy talking to the both of you and we do not want to hold you up for, from the rest of your night. Um, but this was really, really a great conversation. Thank it you. It really was. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so Thank much knowledge. I loved it. I had a great time and I would love to be back at any time next year. I'm not getting married until January, 2022. So have a little bit of time. So let me know if you need me. Oh, and, and we will, (laughs) yes. And good luck with all the planning, especially since we're still in this pandemic. (laughs) I'm avoiding next year. Yeah. Good, good idea though. Cause I know folks are like, yeah, I just pushed it off to like February and I'm like, not looking good. What'd you think was going to (laughs) happen? Like February, we still gonna have a pandemic girl. Like, yeah it's upsetting me and my home girls but anyway you ladies have a wonderful wonderful night and yes this will not be the last time we will definitely be reaching out for more yes thank you for having us Yes. No problem. No problem. Thank you for coming. And um, yeah, y'all have a great one. Yeah. Good night. Bye.